0: Somebody shout, hallelujah. 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 God is good. And He greatly to be praised. My name is Minister Joseph Nelson, Jr., and I will be doing the prayer on today. Let's pray. Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you're doing right now. We thank you for what you're going to do. And Father God, we just continue to give you the glory and the honor and the praise. And Father God, we thank you for this new year. New year 2021. 2021. Somebody ought to say, Hallelujah. Because this is the year of restoration. Somebody say, Restoration. Restoration, restoration. Father God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you restore our mind that you restore our soul, that you restore our body, that you restore our health, that you restore our heart, that you restore our Lord. for Father God, whatever we need to be restored right now, in the name of Jesus, we receive it, Father God. Father God, we just thank you for bringing us from a mighty long way father god we thank you for forgiving us of our sins oh yeah father 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 god we ask that you create in us a new heart and remember us right now oh the father father god we love you oh father father god we can't do nothing without you but with you all things are possible we believe and father god as we go forth in this year 2021 we pray that you give our church the resources to do the administrative needs of our church. We pray that you give our church finances. We pray that you give our family finances. We pray that you give our children finances. We pray that you give the world finances. Father God, we just love you, Heavenly Father. We lift you up because if you be lifted up, we'll draw our minister to you, Heavenly Father. Father God, we just love to call your name, Father God, we ask that you just continue to bless us and keep us, O Heavenly Father. You said that you will supply all our needs according to your riches and glory, O Heavenly Father. And Father God, we know that with you, nothing broken and nothing missing. And you said that if my people that are called by your name shall humble themselves and pray, then you will heal the land, you will forgive our sins, the land needs forgiven on today, oh Heavenly Father. Father God, we thank you for prosperity. We thank you for church growth. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for thanksgiving. We ask that you just continue to bless our church with the blessing that they stand in need of. Not only our church, but every church that opened in your name. And Father God, we ask that you continue to bless our pastor. Continue to give him a word. That He may give to His people, and Father God, we ask that You just bless us one by one. We ask that You bless us simply. We even ask that You bless our departments of this church. We bless those that are sick, oh Heavenly Father. Father God, we know that You are a healer right now. We know that You can do all things if we believe. And Father God, we just love to call You, oh, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we just continue to lift you up, we continue to praise you because you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen.
1: Let's continue to praise the Lord this morning. Clap your hands like this with us. He's given us a reason to dance, so we praise him, acted by him this morning. Righteousness Oh His body was broken For all Transgressions But I'm so Glad that's not Where the story Ends The land that was slain that day rose In victory Since that day Sin has lost its real have a singer When the sun sets free, the truly free, free is free. Morning, here. I'm praying for the Savior God. up have a have a Hallelujah. He is Lord, He is Lord, and He has risen from the dead, and He is Lord, and every
2: Morning. We say Happy New Year to everyone in the name of Jesus Christ. We are believing God for a great year, and I want you to please continue to follow the protocols that we have set in place. Uh, make sure that you Check your temperature when you come in. Amen. Make sure you're wearing your face mask. And we have been blessed to purchase two very strong equipment in between services within a few minutes. They can blow to the whole sanctuary and sanitize it before the next worship service. So uh, we have sanitizers on the wall and practice social distancing. I understand if you have to sit down with your family, uh, but as much as possible, let's space out. Amen? I believe God is on our side and he was faithful to us last year and he'll be faithful this year. Amen. Also, please don't forget some of the activities we have planned. The first 24, 21 days of the year, we encourage you to practice what we call Daniel Fast. Amen. It's good for you spiritually, and it's good for you even physically, so stay away from sweets, stay away from meats and all those dairy stuff, do your best, that don't mean you're not going to eat, you just don't eat junk, (laughs) amen, praise God. Get rid of all those toxins. It's for your own good, both in the natural and in the spirit. Amen. Also on the 9th, January the 9th, many of you, you have planned to work with us to, um, to contact all of our members. Please make yourself available that day. And on the 20, on the 16, January 16, those of you that wants to enroll in our new insurance program, as you well know, we have our own church insurance program now. You can get dental, vision, health, life insurance, and name it. We've used our large number of membership to negotiate the price down. So we are taking advantage of the numbers. And so if you want to enroll, come on the 16th or the 17th. Several of you, you're already in the program, but this is for those who are, who are not yet enrolled especially those of you who are between the age 18 to 40, an incredible bargain for you all. You can literally have thousands of dollars worth of insurance, live insurance for little or nothing. So please take advantage of that. On January the 23rd, we're going to have leadership workshop. Amen. Every year we want to train all of our leaders. And we have a lot to do this year. We believe in God for restoration. Uh, a lot of churches lost members and strength, but this is the year that God will restore everything that you've lost not just as a church, but as individual, as family, as business, amen. So I look forward to working with you and to training all of our leaders. We are grateful to all of you, our guests who are here, thank you for being here to worship with us. We thank those of you who are live streaming, whether you are local or national or international, we are grateful that everybody is here to be a part of what God is doing. Will you mind if we stand together, let's go to the Lord in prayer? Amen. It's always a good thing to pray. I'm excited about what God's going to do this year. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful. For the opportunity to talk with you, Holy Spirit will welcome you in this house. Thank you that you're not just passing by, thank you that you habitate in this house. Thank you for your footprints, thank you for your faithfulness in this church. Thank you for all of our members, all of our guests, hundreds and thousands of people that do live stream with us. We don't take your love for granted. We say thank you. Thank you for a brand new year. Thank you for being a good God. Lord, you who started the good work in us, we trust you you are able to finish it until the day of Jesus Christ we pray for the health of all of our members father we pray for strength we pray for long life your word said with long life you will satisfy us and show us your salvation we believe it and we receive that anointing in the name of Jesus Lord we pray for our businesses, our employment, all of our careers, all of our pursuit. Father we pray that you will just lead us and guide us. The step of a good man, the step of a good woman are ordered by the Lord. We just pray oh God that you will continue to order our steps. We are trusting you completely. This year. We pray that you will have your way in our lives have your way in our church have your way in our business have your way in our ministry have your way in our family life and lord we thank you that this year is going to be a great year we thank you that no matter what the devil meant for evil lord this year will be a year of a turnaround thank you for shalom of god in our homes Thank you for peace. Thank you for growth. Lord, we thank you that you will increase us individually, collectively. Our church will grow. Our business will grow. We will grow and mature individually. And we thank you, O God, for good health, for good strength. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, how I love Jesus. With me to the book of Hebrews, chapter eleven, verse number one. Very familiar scripture. Hebrews, chapter eleven, verse number one. The Bible says. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You may be seated. I want us to start this year with a word of faith. I believe with all the negative reports, all the rumors and and data and all kinds of information going around. It will take the faith yes, in God, Bible faith to see you and me through this year. The truth be told, some of you be asking, why faith? I will tell you why. There's a lot of people living in fear. So faith is the opposite of fear. We walk by faith and not by sight. And there are many people they're in the church, but what they have is just religion, no real faith in God. Let me encourage you to pay attention to what the says the Lord today, and maybe you are faithful in the church, but what you have may be what we call general. Optimism. That is not faith in God, you know. According to our text for today, faith is substance. I can stop there and preach. It means your faith, a real faith, must be attached to a substance. Did you hear what I said? A real faith must be attached to a substance. The Bible says faith is substance. It also means your faith is only as good as the substance to which it's attached. I'll be honest with you, the problem for many of us in the church is that we put our faith on things that has no substance. One of the challenges to you and me today is to make sure that your faith has substance, and that substance is in God. Faith is like being pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not. There's no in-between, you know. There are many people who profess to be men and women of faith, but you look closely into their life, they're living in fear, in anxiety. They don't have the faith of God. What is faith? Well, I'm glad you asked. That word in Hebrew is called imona, which means agreement. When you agree with something or when you agree with someone, the Hebrews believe you have faith. Ladies and gentlemen, the passage that I read to you is not in the Old Testament, it's in the New Testament. And most New Testament is read, written in Greek. So that brings me the question, what is faith in Greek? The word is pistis, which means to believe to trust, to become fully persuaded about something. Let me give you an example. Michael Jordan is known to be a great basketball player. Am I right about it? Everybody knows Michael. When Michael steps in the basketball court, people begin to shout. The ball obey him. The referees obey him. The teammates obey him. Even if the cockroaches are around the stadium, Michael is the main event. Many people go to watch Michael. Forget the rest of the team. Notice that Michael has a record of not missing shots. Mm-hmm. Michael also, when they play, Michael will score half of the whole team's score. So if the whole team scores 80 points, Michael probably will score 40 of it. Michael was good in what he does. So imagine a game day. And let's suppose Michael Jordan's team is two points behind. And also, let's suppose it's now three seconds before the game is over. Now, the question is, who are we going to give the ball to when we are left with only three seconds. The coach, the teammates, even the fan, everybody, you understand? They be screaming, give the damn ball to Michael! You never been to the game? You know why they talk like that? Because Michael has a proven record. That's right, sister. They know when the game is on the line. The person you want to have the ball is Michael Jordan. Well, in the spirit is the same thing. Your heavenly father has never missed a shot in eternity. Every time he handles the ball, he makes the basket. Are you listening to me? Where you are on the planet Earth, this Earth, your life, my life on Earth is like three seconds compared to eternity. The game is on the line. People are dying. There are wars and rumors of war all over the world. Who is going to handle the ball in your life? That's the question. And I will submit to you when the game is on the line, give the ball to Jesus. The Bible says when the whole world is talking, they start going down. You children of God should be saying they are going up. How can you say that? It takes faith in God. The reason why we give the ball to Michael Jordan in the last second is because we trust him. The reason why we give the ball to Michael is because we have confidence in him. We believe he can make the basket. Well, I will submit to you when the game of life is on the line, the person you can trust is Jesus. You're not guessing about it? This is not just uh, some wishful thinking. His record is true. He never missed a shot. So what you need to do, my brother, my sister, give the Lord the opportunity to handle the ball in your life. That would not be a gamble. That would not be taking chance. That would not be guessing. It's based on the evidence. See, faith is substance of things you hope for. Evidence. I know about evidence. That's how a lawyer wins a case in court. Evidence. God's evidence is so obvious. Even Ray can see it. Stop trying to handle your own life. Let God handle the ball. Just imagine. I'll give you another example. Let's suppose you really admire somebody. Most likely, if you want to know about that somebody, you can Google his name, right? You can check out his website, right? You can follow him on social media. And you begin to get some kind of idea of who this person is. I remember I did that on my homeboy in Augusta, just Georgia, Creflu Dollar. I just love Creflu. Never met him in my whole life. So I googled him, you know, and study his website, and study his ministry, and study how he teach, how he preach. Then I started to give to his ministry. I literally give my way to get to know him. Ladies and gentlemen, at some point you will realize you can read about a person, you can you can you can hear about the person, you can Google, you can Facebook or whatever. But at some point you want to meet him. Am I right about it? I never will forget the first day I met Creflo Dollar. I went to Augusta, Georgia, hang out with Michael Michael Howard. I stayed in Michael's. How? Michael is a, is a member here, you know, and he moved to Atlanta, and I stayed in his house. And I made an appointment, and now, Brother Cravlo scheduled to meet me at 6 a.m. You all know your pastor do not get up that early. I mean, that's just not me. But every day, Cravlo is in the gym. So now where where Mike Howard lives is really so far from the church, you have to drive for miles and miles. So we had to get up at 4 a.m. to be able to get to Augusta for my appointment at 6 a.m. And then we got in the gym, then here comes another problem. He he got in the treadmill and he wants me to get in another treadmill while we talk. Well you know. <laughs> but bless God, because I want to make Creflo. I got- <laughs> <laughs> and I hear his wisdom. And I talked to him and he asked me a question and I was amazed how much he knew about Africa. How many times been in Africa to minister. I mean, it was just a joyous occasion. Not only did I meet him now, now I can hear his voice. Ladies and gentlemen, then that puts me in a position to decide, do I trust this man? Do I believe this man? Am I fully persuaded that this man is called of God? Ladies and gentlemen, I will submit to you in the spirit is the same thing. You can read about God. You can read about God. You can hear about God. You know, you you grow up in the church and they they, they teach you as a little boy, little girl, Mary had a little laugh, little laugh, little laugh, and everybody, and then they put some funny heart in your head. (laughs) But that does not make you a Christian. You can Google God all you want. You can search the internet, until you meet him in person. You're not ready for faith. Until you can hear his voice. And then you're not in a position to make a decision. Do I want to believe this person? Should I trust this person? And I will submit to you When you make such a decision, that decision is not guesswork. That decision is not wishful thinking. You've been following him. You read about him. And you look in the sky. You see the moon, the star, the sun. You say, wow, there must be a God somewhere. You see the birds flying. You say, wow, somebody must have created this. You see the water running? You say, "Yes, for sure, there is a God somewhere. But when you meet him in person, it changes everything. But now that does not mean you're guessing about it. Your decision. It's not irrational. It's not wishful. It's not a blind trust. You have a reason. You know that you know that you know that God is real. I'll be honest with you. When you meet a man or a woman of faith, they are fully persuaded. Nothing can separate them From the love of God. The problem with us, many of us in the church, we are not there. We profess to be men and women of faith, but really, we're tripping. A real man of faith, a real woman of faith knows that God is everything to him or her. I will submit to you. God has revealed himself in the person of his son Jesus Christ. God has said many things. He has spoken many things. He has made many promises in his holy word. The question is: when are you going to believe him? When are you going to take him? That decision is yours to make today. There's no better time to do it than this first Sunday of the year. You can start with God. And you get to a point when you begin to agree with God, when you begin to become fully persuaded that he is the real deal. That decision, ladies and gentlemen, is transforming. You would never miss it when you meet a man of faith. You will never have to guess about it when you meet a woman of faith. What is faith? Many of you ladies, you are here, you know about carrying a baby. You carry a baby for about nine months in your womb, You nurture that baby, that baby lives with you, fed in you, depended completely on you. When that baby is born, guess what? That baby trusts you. That baby believes in you. I don't care how beautiful that baby is, but he or she is not in control their mama is in complete control. And baby knows it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the same thing is in the spirit. When are you going to humble yourself to know that your complete sustenance depends on God? I know you are American. You think you're all that plus small. Nobody can tell you nothing. You know everything, you know. Not even the government can tell you nothing. Certainly not the preacher, not the schools, not the government. But I will tell you there is a God that said with confidence, without him, you can do absolutely nothing. Just like that baby completely depended on him. On his or her mama, you need to depend on God. Are you listening to me? Maybe you're not a woman. You cannot relate to what I'm talking about. Well, I'm a man. I got children. I got a wife. I got a family, you know. But guess what? They all look to me. They depend on me. They trust me. They believe in me. Well, I've got news for somebody. God is your father. When are you going to trust him? When are you going to believe in him? When are you going to allow him to be your savior, to be your lord? That's what faith is really about. Faith in God will sustain you. If you keep your faith, your faith will keep you. Are you still here this morning? Ladies and gentlemen, I will submit to you, faith is personal commitment. Your commitment to agree with God. Your commitment to follow him. Your commitment to trust him. Your commitment to obey him. Your commitment to listen to his word and follow his word. That's what faith is all about. What is faith? Faith is when you put your trust, your confidence, your total dependence, On God and his words. And the result, ladies and gentlemen, a life of faith is always a life of victory. When you become a man or woman of faith, the result is that his words, his promises become fulfilled in your life. You get blessed. Waking up, you get blessed going to bed, you get blessed coming in, you're blessed in the city, you're blessed in the field. God put it this way if you will obey my command, I will set you high above nations. Hallelujah. You see, folks in Congress, they're still fighting over their own budget, trying to get it together. <laughs> when you live for God he said he'll set you high above nations ladies and gentlemen let me tell you a little about this faith in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 8 through 9 you will notice that the holy spirit gave the church nine gifts how many If you recall, he gave to the church what we call the gift of wisdom. And he gave the church the gift of knowledge. And he gave the church the gift of discernment. Some of you ladies can use that. I can't see any woman of God ending up with a bad husband if you have discernment. If a devil is trying to date you, you can see that devil 10,000 miles away. Ain't nobody shouting right now. The Holy Spirit will expose every devil to you. He gave us the, the gift of faith, the gift of miracles, the gift of healing, the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, the gift of tongues and interpretation. Nine different gifts. There's no way you can lose when you operate in those gifts. Notice in that list, ladies and gentlemen, is this thing called faith. You know what I'm trying to suggest to you? God has already given you as a child of God the gift of faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, to every man, every woman is given the measure of faith. You got it. You say, huh, I'm a man of faith. You got it. You got the gift. You may have not developed the gift, You may have done nothing with the gift. You got the gift. The only question is, in what do you put your faith in? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, to let you know you got it, he said, by grace you are saved through faith. Through what? Through faith. But he goes on to say, it's not a work lest anyone man should boast. What's, what is it? It's a gift. Gift. Gift of God. God has given you that gift. I got it. You got it. But the question, who or what do you have your faith in? It's not enough to have a gift how you use that gift. Some people are are smart like a whiz, but they use their smartness to do evil. The same thing with the gift of faith. Some people put their faith in material things. Some people put their faith in their education. Some people put their faith in their money. That is why when they lose their money, they want to go commit suicide. Some people, their faith is in their investment. Some people, their faith is in themselves. The truth be told, that will not carry you too far. I'll be honest with you, there are more percentage of people in America that trust themselves than they trust God. Faith in self. What you all call self-confidence. It sounds so good on the paper. But it may be a ploy not to have faith in God. Faith in God is the utmost thing you can do to yourself. Faith is trusting something outside of yourself. Not in yourself, outside in yourself. And I believe God wants you and me to make him the only object of our faith. God is the one. That you can trust at all times. God is the one that you can depend on at all times. God is the one that he never changed. Numbers 23, verse 19 say, He is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should make up story. If he says something, he will do it. If he makes you a promise, he'll bring it to pass. The truth be told, because faith is a gift, all of us are using that gift every day. You may not realize it. You're using your gift every day. I said it this morning, jokingly. Those of you who are married, your wife brings you food. Guess what you do? You eat it by faith. Mm-hmm. But you don't know, she could have put a poison in that food. Maybe she thought about it, but thank God she didn't do it. But you eat the food by faith. i Am I right about it? When you write a check, you have faith in the bank that the check you write, the bank going to honor it. Am I right about it? There's no guarantee, but you have faith. I couldn't think of any good example this morning. I told my church people, I said, uh, there's uh, there's one highway right by my house called Highway 71. My wife and I would just like to drive around sometimes, but it's a two-way highway. You're driving on your own, but you really don't know if the guy who's coming on the opposite direction is going to r- drive in his own lane. But you know, as many times as I've been to Carfax, I never stopped and said, Let me talk to the folks who are coming on the other lane. Hey, I- make sure you're driving on your lane. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep on driving. I have faith that the other guy on the other side will will drive on his own lane while I'm driving my own lane. What am I trying to tell you? We are exercising our faith every day. The only question is in what or in who are you putting your faith? That same faith that you use for the bank, that same faith that you use to eat the food given you by your wife, that same faith you use when you drive on the highway, I'm appealing to you, put that faith on Jesus. Believe me when I tell you, the best decision of the year you can ever make Is to put your faith in God. If you do that. God will save you. God will heal you. He will deliver you when you are in trouble. He will increase you. And then you have everlasting life. Eternal life. On top of being blessed. How can you lose? Faith in God is the best thing that ever happened to me. David put it this way. Some people trust in chariots. <laughs> Bless your heart. Some people trust in horses. David said, I don't know about you, but I trust in the name of the Lord. I never will forget one day of on my job, they someone. everybody to say, Houston, we got a problem. I said, what's the problem? They said, we're running low in cash, and we have to lay off some people. And the whole building busted in tears. I never seen grown people cry that I said, what's your problem? <laughs> they said, fool, don't you hear what they said? When they called me fool, I had to respond. I couldn't take it anymore. I said, let me help all of you. I said, my faith is none. Anything go on here. God is my source. I said, where were you when I was homeless? On the streets of Riverside, California. I had no job and he bailed me out. If he did it then, he could do it again. I got in the flesh and said, shut up. <laughs> they say, oh, Lord, what happened to this Africa? There comes a time that you just know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. God will bring you out. It's not by might. It's not by power. It has nothing to do with what's going on in Washington. It has nothing to do with... I mean, these people are fighting over $600. God dug it. $600. You serve a God that is limitless. You serve a God that can give you victory. Sweatless victory. Victory. You serve a God who can breathe life into a valley of dead bones. Put your faith in Him. By faith, Abel made a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch walked with God. By faith, Noah built an ark for the saving of his family. By faith, Abraham obeyed God. He became the father of faith. By faith, Sarah conceived. The Bible says she received strength to conceive in the midst of barrenness. By faith, Moses refused to be called a prince of Pharaoh. He chose rather to suffer with slaves because he considered something more important. Would rather be right with God. The book of Hebrews, chapter 11, beginning from verse 33, he said, My friend, if you really want to subdue kingdoms, have faith in God. If you really want to rot righteousness, have faith in God. If you really want to obtain the promises of God, have faith in God. You're looking at a miracle. One of his promises is that he will heal you. When we talk about this year will be a year of restoration. What is God restoring? He said, I will restore years. Years that you have lost. Years that the locusts took from you. The cankerworm, the palmerworm, the caterpillar. He said, I will restore it look around, take a picture of all these empty chairs. In my spirit, every one of these chairs will be filled. Restoration. 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 It is the power of God to make you whole again. Not only will he restore the years that the devil has stolen from you, he said he will restore your soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He's, David said, he restored my soul. So when you find your mind skipping on you, they'll be talking about Alzheimer's. They'll be talking about uh, 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 all, all this craziness. And say leukemia. leukemia. The devil is a lie. He will restore your soul. You remember that man, the maniac of Gadara? He was so messed up until he met Jesus. Faith in God is what you need to thrive. Yes, the pandemic is still here. Don't make no mistake about it. Don't let nobody lie to you. A million fascination will help, but it won't kill you viruses mutate and even before they get the fascination the virus is already mutated. What you gonna do? The game is on the line. Give the ball to Jesus Christ. You will never be ashamed. A thousand may fall. Ten thousand by your right hand. As for you, he said you will read about it, you will see it but it won't touch you. What you need is faith in God. The Bible said if you want to quench some fairy dots of the dead enemy, if you, if, if you want to be made strong in your weakness, you need to put your faith in God. What is the message? Faith in God. Not in things, not in people, you see all these people tripping? I had to say, it. they're good people, but they put their faith in man. So now when man lost the election, they all messed up. Put your faith in God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Your understanding will mess you up. What do you know? Where have you been? In all of your ways, acknowledge Him. And He will direct. Hallelujah. He will direct your path, He will lead you. One of the things God promised to do is to restore your health. The book of Jeremiah 32, he said, I will restore your health and I will heal your wound. Many of you saw it two times. The devil tried to kill me this past year. But I'm still here. What am I trying to tell you? You can depend on God in your sickness, in your pain, in your hurt. If anybody can handle the ball, God can. I'm going to invite, I worship him to come back. I want to invite somebody to Christ before I turn them loose to sing again. It's a brand new year, you all. Coronavirus is still raging, you all. We're in the last seconds. The question must be asked. Who are we going to give the ball to? The game is on the line. I will submit to you. Put your trust in Jesus. Let him handle the ball. And believe me when I tell you, he would never lead you astray. It takes humility to have real faith in God. It takes humility to completely depend on God. Don't be a smart alley. You've been trying to fix it yourself and you've been screwing it up all the way. Why not let Jesus handle the ball? I wonder if there's somebody here today that will be honest with the Holy Spirit and say, Pastor, I get it. This thing is more than just having a, a, a religion. This thing is more than just being a member of a church, he's a pastor in general. I'm a very optimistic kind of person, but that's not enough. The game is on the line. Three seconds, it will be all over. Who's going to handle the ball? You've been trying to handle it. It don't work. But if today you say, Lord, I want you to handle it for me. I trust you. I have confidence in you. I am fully persuaded that if anybody can make this last shot and make the basket, only you, Lord. You're the one that God sent me to. You know, in a few minutes, I'm going to ask you to stand. If this applies to you. I'm not going to ask nobody to close their eyes. I'm not going to ask nobody to bow their kneecap. I'm not into religion. The Lord delivered me from all that mess. Been there, done that, got a t-shirt for it. Now, no, I just want to know him. In the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of His suffering. If you're here today, you say, I just want to rededicate my life to Jesus Christ. I'm not a bad person. I've been trying to follow Him. But now I want to become fully persuaded. Sold out. Jesus all the way. And believe me when I tell you, if you put your faith in Him, Your faith will sustain you. I'm going to ask you, that man, that sister, and if you're you're watching live streaming and you want to be a part of this blessing, there's a number under the screen. Dial that number. There are ministers of the gospel standing by the phone to pray with you, to rejoice with you. You cannot have faith. In somebody you don't know. Get to meet Jesus today. Give him your life. Invite him into your heart. Ask him to be your Savior. Ask him to be your Lord. And if you've met him, you want to become fully persuaded. Make a decision today. For God I live. For God I die. If you're that man, if you're that woman all over the building, Stand to your feet. I want to pray with you before we've sinned. Don't worry about who is looking at you. Just believe God with me. Say, Lord, this is going to be a fresh beginning. God bless you. Somebody else. God bless you all over the building. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome year this is going to be. I am so excited. Can you all sing something that is pick up? Praise. Sister Gay, how you doing? You all right? All right. Praise the Lord. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited about this year. I, I'm like a little baby with a bunch of candies in my hand. Eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard it. It's not been conceived in the hearts of men what God has in store for those who love him. Believe me, Don't let what is going on in the media trip you off. Believe God for your miracle. That's that's what God do what he does best. There are things that are impossible with me. But when it comes to God, hallelujah, all things are possible. Luke chapter 18, verse 27. Then he said, if you can believe. That's where your faith comes in. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. If you can believe. All things are possible. Not few things. Lift your hands to what's heavy as we pray. Father God, I thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence in this house. Thank you for your faithfulness to your word. Heaven and earth may pass away but your word will stand. There may be trouble in the White House. There may be trouble in the crack house. But the word of God stands forever. Glorify yourself right now. Touch our hearts, oh God. Somebody is here making a decision. Somebody's on the line, darling. Say, Lord, I want to know you. I want you to help me. Help me with this year. Help me with my children. Help me with my marriage. Help me with my job. Help me with my ministry. You said it very clear. You are defined, we are the branches. Unless we abide in you, we're not going to make it. Touch us right now. Heal our body right now. Heal our wounded spirit right now. Father, we pray for a new beginning in our life. A new beginning in our ministry. A new beginning in our homes. Father, we thank you for watching over our children. Lord, we pray that you put an edge of protection around every one of those young people. Edge of protection around our family, Lord. Edge of protection around our church, Lord. Edge of protection around our community, Lord. Glorify yourself. While there was darkness in Egypt, was lighted up because the glory of God is in it. Lord, I pray that you will make our case an exception. I'm not going to go down with all this craziness going on in our world. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your touch, Lord. Thank you for your healing, Lord. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for blessing us. The blessing of the Lord will make us rich and add no sorrow to it. We tap into that anointing. We receive it by faith. In the name of Jesus. Somebody here today is giving their life to Jesus Christ. The word of God says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus that God sent him to this world to die for your sin, to die for my sin. If you receive that, if you believe that, if you have faith, you shall be saved. Father, I thank you for lives being changed right now. I thank you for new souls in the kingdom of God. I thank you that this church is filled to the capacity. I thank you for restoring our soul. I thank you for restoring our health. I thank you for restoring the years that the locusts have stolen the cankerworm, the worm, the caterpillar. Everything the devil meant for evil. Lord, I thank you for a turnaround. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come on, give the Lord God a clap offering. Come on, help me thank you. As you get ready to leave, let me encourage you to give for the work of the ministry. We're not going to pass the plates around. As you leave, there are ushers by the door. Please give as the Lord prosper you. It's between you and the Lord. Those of you who are live streaming, you can partake. Of this blessing just go to our website, Zionheel.com. this opportunity for online giving. I'm amazed what those of you giving online have been doing. 50 almost 50-50% of our giving now is coming from online. People are not even in the building. And we thank God for your giving, we thank God for your support. We pray that God will increase you more and more. I pray for a running over anointing Amen. upon your life, upon your children, upon the work of your hand, upon your business. Increase. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. First, let me to the bark, this place.
1: There's a river running, and it never will run dry, Lord. Lord Gates are open and they never will run down. Lord Ray. Lord Ray. Help me sing. Have the river running. the river running and they never will run down. Lord Ray. Lord Ray. We need the floodgates to open down. Lord, rain. Lord, rain. Lord, rain. The floodgates are open and they never will run down. Lord Ray. Lord, Lord, Come on, let's declare hey. Baby, Lord, yeah. baby, Lord, let it! Hey, release your favor, Lord. Let it rain, rain, rain on me. Release glory, Lord, your Lord, glory Lord, Lord, on me. That's it, no. right?